Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Today's sponsor is Audible, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio podcasts. Get a 30-day free trial at audiblepodcast.com slash biggest. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from soggy cereal to teen pregnancies. With over 5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox, with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. And with us, with us this week is Robin. Robin Higgins, welcome back to the show, Robin. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining Robin. us. Fan favorite, Robin. That you, uh, you made a name for yourself last time because you talked about your erotic Star Trek fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Is that is that correct? Am I mischaracterizing? No, 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 no. That's correct. Yeah, that's exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what you talked about. I think you made a name for yourself for more than that, though. Nope. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were a fan favorite. Everyone, uh, everyone loved you on the show, and that's awesome. Did yeah. any guys contact you? Do you have any like guy super fans? Because I know someone on this show has women contacting him <laughs> to get in touch with him, right? Um, if you know what I mean. I do think I know what you mean. Uh, no, not, I don't, I don't, that'd be, no. No, no guys have, said, have tried to like impress you I with also, their science fair, jokes? I, I never check social media. Robin, oh, I God. know for a fact some guys have tried to reach out because I saw some creepers on Twitter hitting you up. Really? Be like, yeah. Robin, yeah, they were like, Robin, your voice is so sexy. I can't believe you're yeah. into science. Oh and my God, I gotta check Twitter. Start- I haven't checked it you, since, like, I check it once a year, yeah. Oh, you got a billion love, love messages in there <laughs> and then like, you know, a bunch of creepers. Would you consider yeah. dating a guy who approached you on Twitter first? Uh, I guess. Is he six feet tall or taller? If they're all six feet tall and taller on okay, Twitter. Then, yeah. That's the beauty of it. Just never meet them in real life. What would it take? But I'm, I'm asking seriously. It's, you know, it's the modern I, yeah, world. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. That's It's like internet. The internet's a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I do, like, a pathetic amount of online dating, so it wouldn't, like, it, that'd just be another... Well, here's the thing. Any amount of online dating is a pathetic amount. So I have no idea how much online dating really? you do. No. Yes, it is. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. It is. It's, it's not. Pathetic. It's how people it's meet sometimes. Yeah. It's great. It's still pathetic. You're on fucking it Tinder. Doesn't... It's still pathetic. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, guys. Uh, a lot of things Dick, are pathetic. Dick Robin, the night that we recorded our infamous Smash Brothers competition, Robin was oh, also yeah. doing a show that night, and you did a set that uh, was one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time on, on stage. It was a Wheel of Fortune bit that you did mm-hmm. that was whether or not Pat Sajak and Vanna White had hooked up. And you went into like 60 minutes level of inquiry as to the analysis as to whether or not they hooked up. And you even came ta- down to a date range that they that they yeah. may or may did. not yeah. have hooked up. Yeah. yeah. So you just finished this uh, the sketch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just recorded it. And so, yeah, it's 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 really long. It's ten minutes long because it just was. I treat it like a research project, and I was like, I whatever. This is just like if you want to really, really know the answer to this question, as far as what the internet has given us, uh, then I made it into this long video. And what do you think? Did they hook up? I well, do don't. Think well, they wait did. a minute. Don't blow the ending. Well, it's yeah. I won't blow like the piece of evidence that like makes me pretty sure. But you can just skip to the end of the video if you, you want to see it. You have the smoking gun. I have the smoking gun. Yeah. yeah there's no. They're not going to ever confirm or deny. But well, they're going to deny. They're not going to confirm. But I think it happened. You sure. have Vanna White's vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. <laughs> it's one of my three most treasured items. Gross. Okay, guys. Last week, speaking of uh, vaginas, last week the biggest problem in the universe was domestic violence. Yeah. And followed by unappreciated artists. 
or artists who get screwed. And then and then dead last was crickets. Yeah. Crickets. You want to get some cricket sounds? Is that what you're looking for? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was so worth it. Yeah, no, you, you were saying it was not a problem? Because people eat them. Well, some people eat them, yeah. Yeah, dirt poor people. No, protein. Oh, wait it's a minute, protein. didn't you say you were going to eat the cricket that you caught in your house? Yeah, did you find it? Did you find it? Yeah, I finally found did the cricket. Did you eat it? Not yet. What do you mean, not yet? You know, I'm not going to spoil the ending. To, I'm making a video about this cricket. Okay, it's my it's my send off uh, letter to this cricket, and uh, the cricket may be alive, maybe maybe it's not. Who knows? You'll have to watch the video. I'm doing a video about it. Are you gonna eat it though? We'll see. We'll, well see. You said it. you would eat it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You've said you're gonna do a lot of things though. Yeah. You said you'd watch Titanic. You didn't do that. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, Robin? Can I just say that uh, the stupidest part, well, no, the second stupidest part of Snowpiercer was how upset they were when they find out they've been eating crickets for like 10 years or 20 years, whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck did you think you were eating? Also, crickets are not that gross. Crickets are not gross. Also, it was a gross gel bar. Like, what did you think was in that gel bar, bitches? Like, they're like, oh, oh my God. Now we have to murder everyone. We've been eating crickets on this apocalypse train. So for people who haven't seen Snowpiercer, there are these people on this apocalypse train. They Mm -hmm. have to eat. uh, They've been eating this food that they didn't know was crickets all all this time. And they got really super upset, right? Very upset. Which I just bought, uh, for real, I bought cricket, cricket protein bars from Amazon. They sell it's a it's a very sustainable it's a very clean source of protein that you can get. A yeah, big solution, I guess. Yeah, you crickets. Say, yeah, yeah. E- mm. Eating them is a big solution. Yeah, not living with them that's a huge fucking problem. Dick, uh, last week, so you brought in domestic violence. A lot of people yeah. really thought that was a good episode, myself included. I thought it was a great great episode, great problem. I'm glad you brought that in. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of comments in there saying that they really liked the show. Very very positive, and a lot of people commented about their own personal experiences with domestic violence. Uh, thank you for sharing those. Um, there was there were some voicemails we got. There, some of them were uh, were very long and emotional and personal. I decided not to bring all of those in, but um, I did look up some of these statistics about uh, domestic violence, and this is kind of fascinating because all domestic violence surveys and statistics kind of presume a heterosexual frame of reference, right? A heterosexual point of view. Um, this is from the CDC. It says the prevalence of rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner for women, lesbian women, was 43.8%, and bisexuals was 61.1%. The highest group who experienced this kind of harassment and abuse are bisexual women, followed by lesbians, and then heterosexual. So uh, lesbian and bisexual relationships are much more likely to experience domestic violence and sexual abuse. And for gay men, it's 26%, bisexual men is 37%, and heterosexual men is 29%. So across the board, bisexual people experience violence way more frequently than uh, than heterosexual couples. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have ever like thought about that. And then I looked into the statistics a little bit further and uh, to see what they what they actually meant by domestic violence because sometimes when you talk about domestic violence, it, it's kind of conflated with uh, verbal abuse, or they call it verbal violence, which isn't viol- you know, which isn't physical violence. They say the lifetime prevalence of severe physical violence by an intimate partner, for example, being hit with a fist or something hard, slammed against something or beaten, was uh, for women twenty nine percent lesbian, uh, bisexuals are forty nine percent, and heterosexuals are twenty three percent. So again, bisexual and lesbian women are way more likely to get abused than anyone else. So the moral of this story is. Being gay is bad for your health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job, Sean. <laughs> ah, 
pass. Oh, right. I thought I was getting a ding and a hand clap. Uh, no, no, you got no, no shot. Uh-uh. Somebody uh-huh. called in with, uh, I think, what, what was it, the bonus episode or was it last episode when we were talking about what is a, how do you stop at a stop sign? Do you remember that one? Yeah, Somebody I, I don't Somebody called in understand. with the definition of how you determine if it's a stop. Because I, I don't understand what it, what it even means to stop. Well, you, you, are you being sarcastic? No, no, because yeah. uh, there is that infinitesimal moment. Like, at what, how much time has to pass no, for no, you no, to no, have No, 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 you're off, you're off, you're off already. This guy tells you exactly what it is. Yeah, I guess in the Maddox School of Samurai Driving, uh, they don't actually talk about what a stop is without trying to explain the space-time continuum and the <laughs> physical properties of time. Um, so I remember learning it when I was like 15 in driver's ed. I don't remember it. And this is the exact same thing that cops look for. So does your front bumper go down and then come back up? That is the definition no. of a complete <laughs> such bullshit fucking idiot wait, wait. no it's not why is that bullshit that's such bullshit because you have to have enough momentum first of all that d- that depends on the dampering of your springs big solution voted up it depends on the dampering of your springs also it depends on the speed that you're going if you're not going fast enough to to jar your car then that means then that means you didn't stop that's fucking bullshit you're, oh my god you're, your bumper doesn't have to go up and down that's absurd i'm gonna veto that i'm well, gonna veto you that. not argue with that's that guy that's like a very clear explanation of your momentum coming to a stop Grinding into the springs and then popping back out. Right, but if you're traveling around five miles per hour, Dick, it will definitely do that. No, it won't. Your bumper will not. All right. Five miles per hour, even Randy's shaking his head. No way. Sean, what do you think? If you're going five miles per hour, is your bumper going to go up and down perceptively? I think on most cars it will, but not on a sports car with a stiff suspension. What, like an F1? Like a Formula like one? F- yeah, That's F1 what you're talking about? Yeah, but, okay. but here's the thing. You're probably, if you're driving like a normal person, you're probably approaching that stop fairly quick because people don't like to be inconvenienced so you're cruising up at like a normal speed you hit the brakes a little bit probably goes down at at five miles per hour sean no i think it's going faster than five miles an hour no no but they're not they're not going to make a law that depends on on the dampening of your shocks they're not going to make (laughs) a law like that uh, agreed (laughs) that's absurd i I think sports cars let's put it this way i think if you really look for it you can see it but i don't think that that's really a criteria for giving a ticket yeah you think some eagle-eyed cop is sitting there no, I think they can. I think they can see if you stop or not. Uh, it's just a judgment call. It's like, did you did you stop or didn't you? Right. That's what it is, Sean. It's a judgment call. It's like pornography. You know it when you see it. Yeah. If it's a stop or not. Exactly. All right. I got some. Uh, I got something about artists. Oh, here we go. Hey, this voicemail is for ballless cuckold nuts. I don't think that one's gonna stop. How the fuck can you sit there and say that artists are getting the shaft by this? big fucking production company that's taking their idea and selling it as their own and not giving them any fucking profit while also sitting there and peddling their man themed book, you talentless hack. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and Dick, go fuck yourself. Oh. I think that guy just wanted to remind everyone that they can buy Asterios' Mega Man books. <laughs> yeah, devastatorpress.com slash Megman. We're going to link to it on our website. Thanks for the plug, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, here's the last one. Wait, 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 wait. What state is Chicago in, just as a geography quiz? Uh, Illinois. Yeah, that would okay. be Illinois. That's, yeah. Okay, wait, what, what? Illinois. Illinois. Okay, who said Illinois just then? Nobody. Well, because I got a lot of voicemails like this. This is Matt from D.C. Quick message from Maddox, author of the article, I am a genius and you are not. Yeah, that's me. Illinois. 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 Yeah, okay. Illinois. Illinois, you uh-huh. piss drinking ape. 
Did you say Illinois <laughs> last time? Because a lot of people called in about it. I didn't know you Wait, said Illinois. Are we talking about the the state that uh, Chicago's in? Illinois. Illinois, yeah, right? right? Are we talking about Illinois? Yeah. Is that is that annoying enough, dickhead? I'm going to pronounce it Illinois for the rest of my life. <laughs> Fuck you. How about that? I'm never going to pronounce it right. My brother moved to Arkansas. <laughs> oh, that's that's really annoying, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else? I don't. No, that's it. Dick, you got a problem for us. Yeah, wasting food. Wasting food? Big problem. Okay, why are you bringing this in? Because this is this made headlines recently, if it's what I think it is. France yeah. said that you can know... I'll just skip right to that. France has become the first country in the world to ban supermarkets from throwing away and destroying unsold food. That's my favorite part. They have to, they have to give it away to charities and food yeah. banks. So do, do you know how much food we throw away? Shit ton. Every day? So much. Shit ton. So much. We throw away... The civilized world throws away the entirety of the amount of food that the uncivilized world makes. It's, so, it's something like that. I, that's not exactly what it is. That but sounds about right. Yeah, no, more that's, than that's about right. More than forty percent of our losses uh, occur at the retail and consumer. The total, yeah, the total waste of, of food by consumers is two hundred twenty-two million tons. That's equal to the entire food production of sub of, of sub-Saharan Africa. That's that's a shit ton. And uh, I read the statistic too recently, Dick, that we produce enough food. Right now, the the Earth's population is about, what, 7 billion? Mm -hmm. And we produce enough food to feed 11 to 12 billion annually. And there's still about a billion people starving. Or people who, they're not starving, but they're they're, uh, malnourished and they they don't have enough food. Yeah, here's, I think this is what you're saying. One in four calories are never eaten that we make. So one in four of the calories that are being made in food... We just throw away, and not just throw away. That's the part that I love about this law that they passed. It's not only that they can't throw it away anymore, it's that they can't throw it in the dumpster and then pour bleach on it. Yeah. So that homeless yeah. people, <laughs> when they come to try and eat like the misshapen apples and like the slightly, uh, you know, the slightly old salads, they bread, get a yeah. mouthful of bleach yeah. instead. So they have- That's so sad. That's standard <laughs> practice. What? What? No. Okay. Who the I, fuck knows? No, I have some insight on this actually. Because because people would be eating out of the trash otherwise. Otherwise, all the moms with shopping on Sundays with their kids are just gonna take that shopping cart and go straight to the dumpster well, instead if, and shovel shovel food out of it. If you feed them, then they stay. Yeah. Then you're gonna set up for, camp. You're gonna pay them for Sean, vet that, bills and all <laughs> kinds of shit. That's a very cynical approach, and that may be uh, that may have something to do with it. But I asked I uh, when I was a kid, I wondered this very same thing. I saw. Um, at the grocery store, my local grocery store, the guy behind the counter taking huge loaves of bread at the end of the night, putting it in a giant bag, a giant, you know, just looked like a, a transparent trash bag. And I asked him, I said, what are you doing with all that bread? Are you going to take it home? He goes, no, we just throw it away. I said, why don't you give it to homeless people? And <laughs> No, no, yeah, you can't do that. Um, he explained to me the food that the, that you give to homeless people has to be clean and regulated. You can't give them bad food because otherwise it's a liability. And also, if they come to your property and they hurt themselves in your dumpster or whatever, that's also a potential liability. So it's kind of ha- it kind of has to do with these laws that are on the books to protect homeless people. Because essentially, if you open up a, a soup kitchen and you are feeding them uh, moldy bread and and uh, Food that was that had turned and food that was bad, yeah. you'd get arrested. What does it have to be like free range certified organic now? Yeah, mm. it does. For the homeless people, the, home, the food have, has to have better living conditions than they do. Gluten free options. Yes. For the homeless. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just all about we'd rather not provide this huge service because it 
would put it, you'd get sued. You yeah. just would, you just people don't want to get sued. That's, That's what all that it whole is right thing now. is. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. Which is sad because this could this could potentially solve a huge problem. Also, there's another reason. I want to see that lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they exist. They oh, they're yeah, out that's, there. Uh, that's every lawyer, Sean. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, go back that's and their listen. job go, supporting the law. Go back and go back and listen I'm talking to about homeless people. Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to episode 87 with affluenza. Though that lawyer would fucking do it for sure. But, that's uh, his job. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying they would yeah. do it. But uh, there's another reason too. And it, when I worked at KFC a long time ago, that was my first job ever. I worked at KFC, and uh, I was I was a cook. And at the end of the night, same thing. They would they would take a lot of the chicken and they would strip it and put it in uh, the barbecue sauce for the next day, like the barbecue sandwiches or the mm-hmm. previous day's chicken that they cooked. It's actually not not bad. It's actually a really good practice. However, there is a lot of food that they don't keep and that doesn't hold, like biscuits. Um, uh, I think chicken wings was another one, and and a few other things. And they would throw that away. And I said, why don't you give it to a homeless shelter? And they said, because um, for the same reason we don't allow the cooks to take it home anymore. They used to. Because cooks at the end of the night sometimes intentionally overcook or overproduce product to give it to homeless people or to take it home themselves. (laughs) I love love the absurdity of this. Uh, That's why I find it so funny. I brought in hunger because I think it's a huge problem. But the idea idea that we make 25% of our food just to throw away. Like the idea that I go to Ralph's. And the, the store, the supermarket, and overpay for an apple that looks perfect. And, like, all the ones that don't look perfect are thrown away. And that part of the money I pay for that apple goes into destroying those non-perfect apples. And then part of the tax I pay on that apple goes to the government so they can give poor people money, s- snap, to go into the same store and buy a perfect apple while we're just bulldozing perfectly good food into a landfill is hysterical to me. Like, it's too much. It's too much. It's no longer a tragedy. It's crossed the line for me. Like, that that absurd idea. Yeah. You guys really talk about apples a lot on this show. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> is that a strike? It? Yeah, that's okay. A there's that's a strike. Right. We, we can't mention well, apples can't anymore on the show, anymore. according to Rand- Candy Randy. That lasted zero episodes. Why haven't you mentioned it every episode? Since yeah, I haven't. <laughs> you <laughs> exactly. get three strikes though, you and then you're out. You were mentioning apples. Yeah. You're you're, well, working, you're working on strike two right now. Oh, uh huh. No. You're working on it. Oh. The taser comes next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Also, so my goal last time I was on the show was to get a problem that just goes in the positive. My goal this time is to get in a big screaming fight with somebody. So oh. I'm going to oh, really? my Oh, really? You came to the right show. Because I, re- I listened to it, and I was like, this is just a nice little conversation. Every other yeah. episode is just screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> so that's my goal. So I'm going to look for that opportunity. Okay. Well, you experienced sexism. That's probably oh, why you oh, didn't yeah, get yeah. a screaming fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, you want to be nice fight. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I wore this shirt. I'm wearing a... An Ace Ventura shirt. An Ace Ventura shirt. Yeah, so you won't view me as the lovely object I know I am under it. So you dress down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm also really hungover. Like, really hungover. <laughs> <laughs> the cause of dogs. It's now... Wi- Here, you're, you're going to be into this one. It's now widely believed by scientists that the domestication of the dog was related oh. to food scraps. Then we can't so, get rid of it. I love dogs. Here's your here's your first screaming match. No. <laughs> More bleach on food, less dogs. I am for this. I change a complete reversal. I think this is a huge solution. Putting wasting food is awesome because then you could put bleach on it and fuck those. Dogs. I'm so tired of everyone that fucking dogs, man. No, this is cavemen. Cavemen would waste food, throw yeah. it at food scraps. They would throw it aside, and that's dogs domesticated themselves yeah. by starting oh, really? to tag along. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Mm, prehistoric they're, they're food waste. Parasites. That's what they are. Parasites. <laughs> 
They're least... nature. The evolution's parasite. Cuddly yeah. parasite. I guess parasites are also evolution. <laughs> <laughs> but dogs, dogs are also <laughs> evolution parasite. All right, um, uh, Dick. So I have an I have a personal anecdote with this specific problem. Are, getting food out of trash. Yes. <laughs> you mean? Okay. Yes, yes. Go ahead. First of all, it's right I, next to the Christmas tree. <laughs> He got a whole, whole feast out of the garbage. Yeah, yeah, okay. Laugh it up, but it was a perfectly good Christmas tree. I brought home a Christmas tree. Out of the garbage. Year. Out of yeah, the garbage. It wasn't it was leaning against a dumpster. It was a perfect perfect that means it's trash. It was a perfect Christmas tree. Here's the thing, okay? Dickheads, there's this corporation. Corporations sh- uh, shut down 2 weeks before Christmas because it's fucking Los Angeles and they and everybody just shuts down early and they go home and they they don't want to come back to a dead tree in their in their lobby. Mm-hmm. So this tree that's been that's like just freshly cut, barely used. Uh, they put it outside. <laughs> barely used. Barely used. Yeah. Like hardly any kids hugged it. And so I, I saw this perfect good tree and I brought it home. No big deal. Okay. Yeah. But back to food. My my dad. So there's a personal anecdote. I've talked about my dad a bunch on the show. My dad is uh, eighty, like eighty. He's eighty-seven years old. He grew up part of his life through the Great Depression. So he has this mentality where he doesn't. It's it's almost like this abused mentality where um, he doesn't feel like. He needs to eat apples from the tree. I, I had an orchard in my uh, backyard where I grew up with lots of apple trees. Mm-hmm. And he would he would eat the apples that fell on the floor, on the ground, before sorry, he it's ate. It's just immediate air horn, right? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Just- That's all we do the strikes on, <laughs> is apples. He would eat food that had spoiled on the ground before he ate, he ate it from the tree because he didn't want anything to go to waste, including... Food oh, from the garbage. Whoa. So my mom, my okay. mom would throw out food all the time in the garbage, and my dad would go out to the trash and just hunt through it and eat it because he didn't want it to go to waste. And my mom started pouring bleach and oh uh, detergent. Yeah. <laughs> well, your mom's going to jail now. Yeah, she lives in France. You can't do that. Does she use a squirt bottle and spray him in the face every time he goes into the garbage no, can? But it's been it's been the source of a lot of fights in my family because my dad would try to eat this food my mom was throwing away as, and, as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Armenian George Costanza. <laughs> my mom, my mom just started pouring detergent on it when when uh, she would throw it out, and it's and I get her point of view too because sometimes the food has spoiled, and it's gone bad, and she knows that if my dad gets sick eating that shit, then it's going to cost us way more money, and it's going to be a huge headache taking yeah. care of him. So I get that. They do that on the Kardashians, too. Sometimes they'll get gifts of cupcakes and <laughs> stuff they like. And they take one bite, and then they're just like, I can't get fat. And they have Windex. Get just fat. For, for <laughs> you think all the Kardashians are fat? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Take a look. There's a lot more than you think. There's like 10 Kardashians. And oh, all the fat. ones I don't know are not fat? Anyway. Okay. So they'll take one bite, and they're just like, I can't have any more. And then they spray this delicious cupcake with Windex and throw it in the trash. Oh, my God. Oh, so they don't get tempted to take it back out of the trash. Yeah. Maybe it's an Armenian thing. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. I can say that. <laughs> These stats are all over the place. I got. One trillion dollars of food gets wasted every year. That's, a, oh that's absurd. God. This is an absurd problem. But here's the, here's the other problem, Dick. Um. When people talk about starvation, mm-hmm. this is not a problem of not enough food. This is a problem of bad distribution and politics. We don't have totally free trade in the world, and we we have subsidies. We have food that's subsidized. Yeah. And we have, uh, we have countries, like, for example, we produce way more corn than we need here in the United States. And we just put it in silos sometimes. There's just giant piles of corn in silos, and we can't do anything with it because, first of all, it's too expensive to export. And a lot of countries have tariffs against certain types of products. Like for a long time, Japan uh, wouldn't a- import U.S. beef. 
And so the U.S. started putting taxes on soy, I believe, to to kind of put the thumb on the scale to force Japan to start impor- importing U.S. beef again. So there's a lot mm. of politics and things that go on that, that are involved in this problem, I think. We do with homes, too. A lot of empty homes out there. A lot of homeless people and empty homes that yeah. no one's living in. Yeah. But they would wreck the homes. I mean, let's be honest. Covered what, squatters? In, covered in bleach. Yeah, yeah. Covered, we gotta cover those homes in bleach. Perfectly good <laughs> homes covered in bleach. There was that story, I think, a while back where a guy in Arizona, he was a squatter, and he got he just walked into this home that was empty, and he started living there, and he started, he just, uh, he bought a car, he, got, he started uh, showing up there all the time, and he lived there for like two, three years until finally someone kicked him out. Well, it happened a ton uh, when the banks took back the properties, yeah. and they, they couldn't market them. There were more properties than, you know, they would sit vacant for years. Yeah, Sean, I go back back and forth on that um whether or not squatters are uh entirely good or entirely bad because i lived in a neighborhood once with a squatter house it was a very very obvious squatter house because the bank was trying to sell it and nobody wanted the asking price there were a lot of offers on the market but no one gave them the, the offering price so the house started becoming uh run down because squatters kept breaking in and it became a prostitution ring there was a trans prostitution oh. ring in this in this house in in my neighborhood uh, wait a trans pro- you mean it was trans 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 exclusive transgender there were a lot of i don't know why it just became a trans uh, prostitution that story ring. it had i yep. was angry <laughs> and then the prostitution spiked mm-hmm. me up and then yep. you hit me with the trans <laughs> yep. it was a real roller coaster <laughs> oh and then a boing. <laughs> all right guys right. good good problem dick is that it? Yeah. You got anything else? No, I don't have anything else. All um, right. But uh, I just want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free 30-day trial at audiblepodcast.com slash biggest. Free 30-day trial. That's pretty good. You can't get a free 30-day trial on an Apple. Can you? No. Mm-hmm. Not. <laughs> no, there it is. No is the answer. It's not a trick question, guys. Audible is offering a th- free 30-day trial membership. Audiblepodcast.com slash biggest and browse over 180 audio programs. You can listen to them just like you listen to this podcast on your phone or whatever whatever other device you might be uh, listening to this on. Your Apple Watch, if you have a few minutes of battery life. Yeah, you can read about uh, Steve Jobs, an autobi- autobiography by Walter Isaacson. Would you ever read an autobiography about Steve Jobs? Uh, possibly. Just to um, get ammo about him? Yeah, I, I like to learn. I like to, I like to read about people I don't like, sure. Do you really? Yeah. But, well, first of all, I think Steve Jobs, again— I, I, I think that he didn't invent shit, but he was a brilliant marketer. He mm. was a brilliant businessman. I think that there's a lot to be learned from Steve Jobs. He gets credit. He gets undue credit, um, and he also gets due credit. I, I just think that people people cherish and lionize Steve Jobs for the wrong reasons. I would totally read a book. <laughs> what if that book starts like that? He gets undue credit, and he gets due credit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like sounds like a sounds like a New York Times bestseller. He's they like have the, erotic stories. It's like too. the modern Ben Franklin. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. You ever written an erotic story, Robin? Written an erotic story? Yeah. Besides the Star Trek play? No. Oh, yeah. Well, you should turn that into an audio book. <laughs> Throw it up on Audible, mm-hmm. audible.com. There you go. Head to audiblepodcast.com slash biggest. Thank Get you, free Audible. Free 30-day trial. Yeah, free 30-day trial. Thank you, Audible, for supporting the show. A lot of, lot of our fans used Audible last time when we had them on as a sponsor. A lot of people really liked the service. Thank you for supporting us. All right, uh, Robin, you got a you got a problem this week. I, I heard a big problem. I do have a problem. What is What is your problem? My problem is that uh, no one teaches you how to fuck good. <laughs> oh, no. Hmm. No one teaches you 
how to Let fuck break good. That down. Have you yeah. met Dick Masterson? <laughs> you, you've just it's turned true. over the keys to it's the true. asylum to the lunatics. That's true. So, yeah, that's it's what my book is all games. about. Mm, that's so, what every email I write is I'm about, too. I'm not talking about picking up women. I'm talking about... Oh, well, neither am I. Okay, great. <laughs> so somebody out there is going to take this advice and then end up in the ER with like a bowling pin jammed up their ass yeah. or okay. something. I take no all responsibility right, for this. Here's my explanation. Look at what we're doing right now. We're sitting, lovely chairs, lovely microphones, recording a podcast. Very complex, right? We're speaking in English. So many concepts. How do we learn how to speak in English? How do we learn how to use microphones? Because someone taught us. Because someone, the only, like, if we had to invent, if it was just you and another 14-year-old and you're going to try to invent how to speak in English, you would be horrible, right? You would never learn anything. Like, Mm. that's the main way as we pass down Information from generation to generation. That's how we get everything. That's Thousands how we get cars. of hours cons- on how to and construct like, a here's, thought. Here's and a how thesis. you say, yeah, we need the yeah. word chocolate. Here it is. Just say chocolate when you're looking at that thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, every just generation of people, because you just don't talk about sex, you just eventually roll into bed with somebody and you both try to figure it out together. And some people pick it up and you're like, okay, like you learn the techniques. And some people don't and you just fuck bad. And that's what it is. And then you're stuck with it. And then you're stuck with it. And you also like, you don't get any, like, it's really hard to get. There's no feedback. Can't get feedback. There's no Absolutely not. Uh. So what I think is that there just should be like how you get like a generic uh, puberty book and it's just like, here's what's going to happen in your body. And it doesn't help. Like those puberty books aren't like that great. Right. But they give you information. Like you're Mm -hmm. like, pubes are going to show up at some point. Right. Uh, there just should be like a boring porn that everyone watches that's just like a couple of things, just a couple of things to set you on the track of just like not being the worst in bed and having to figure it out by yourself. Mm. Yeah, Robin, I think I know for guys how to solve this problem. Uh For guys, you need to have sex with a woman at least 30 years old. Oh, God. At least 30. (laughs) This is the worst. (laughs) No. This is is why there's no book, because we're already on very different wavelengths. Why, why, why? Because a lot of the women I'd hooked up with in the past, uh, especially the younger ones, were absolutely inexperienced in the sack and awful. It was awful. Uh, That's why I said high school sex is garbage. You guys think you're, yeah, yeah, your bodies are great, but the sex sucks. And then I finally had sex with a woman in her 30s, and she was a no bullshit type of woman. She's like, do this. Don't do that. Stop it. Shut up. Like, she told you exactly. Well, yeah, you got, you got lessons. And take that out of your mouth. <laughs> it sounds like you were the problem, though, in all the instances leading up to this. No, the How pro- can you do that like many things people, wrong? Though. It's no, it okay, There's also just, like, the lack of, like, good things. There's just, like, a bunch of, like, garbage. Just, like, you know, no, no, no technique. What? Well, what kind of technique are you looking for? Yeah, Robin, what what are you? Give me uh, a three. Give me one. Let's do it around the horn. What like, do you like? Different people. Want yeah, different, different people want different things, yeah, things yeah, Robin. Yeah, yeah. There's We're no such the thing. Horn. Give us one. Okay, okay. One thing. One like, thing. It Favorite takes thing. guys a long time to learn. Use your fucking hand when you're going down on somebody. Like, don't just use your tongue. Okay. Uh-huh, Robin. That's, that's uh, what? I know. Uh, so, uh, so I've been with women who like that, and I've been with women who don't. Okay. And they will very verbally or or physically restrain you if if you uh, if you get a little too handsy down there. Okay, well, whatever. At least know it's on the table. It's Don't on the just, table. I yeah, agree. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, if you're performing oral as a man, you're making a mistake already. Okay, great. Right? Because okay. that's not what they want in their mind. No. They don't want you to submit to them. They no. want you to always be dominant. Yeah. 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 So then. what's yours? What's your first tip? 
Again, I'm, this I'm is a the shot. Book. It, depends this is the on, book. it depends on the woman. Well, you can't put that in a book. That's not a lesson. You, that's not how you teach somebody. To do, you can't say, it depends on them. Good luck. You got to give them something. You okay. got to say, it's dangerous. Take this tip. Robin gave a great one. Okay. Use um, your hand. Okay. All I, right. If I you're into say, that kind of thing. I would say if if you're starting out, it's someone you first, the first time you're having sex with them, you ramp up. You got to be really gentle and then see what their tolerance is, what their what their uh, tolerance level is. <laughs> okay. And just ask them. Just ask them. Some some women have really sensitive, uh, sensitive nipples, uh, sensitive clit. But you have to. Whoa, getting <laughs> steamy in here with these, with these specific terms yeah. that you're that using. You asked for. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting what? Yeah. Okay. No, some some women, up, some women up, are very ramp sensitive. Ramp up on the nipples. And then other women, other women have like uh, piercings down there. It's like sticking your dick into a tackle box. And okay. <laughs> you can just you stick can, <laughs> into a tackle box. All right. <laughs> just, you can just hammer away like a jackhammer and they like nothing. It's like nothing. So anyway, that's my tip. Ramp okay. up. Okay. Ramp, so, that's yeah. a great tip, yeah, man. That's, that's yes. a great tip. What's your tip? Well, I want to get Sean oh, okay. first. Okay. See, he's eager. Look at how eager he is to show <laughs> off his tip. You move the mouse to your left hand. <laughs> That's a great tip. I do it too. <laughs> Maddox is not amused. <laughs> Why would you move the mouse to your left hand? Most people are right-handed. Move the mouse. It's, it's explain a, it. Explain it. It's a jerk-off joke. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, what I thought. This is not okay, highbrow yeah. humor. Okay. Here. I get. Okay. Okay. I go I'm on for board the, with you. I, I yeah. get it, Sean. Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Otherwise, you reinforce build, the levy with those yeah. sandbags. Too. That's funny. You build up too many muscles. You build up too many masturbating muscles in your left arm yeah, too. Go. If you right. don't move it to your other hand, I exactly. totally get it. Okay. My tip: Don't let them look you in the eyes. Ha. Okay. <laughs> You having don't, a lot of daytime don't, sex? Don't let them look you in the. What do you mean? Well, if it's dark, you don't. It's not a problem. Oh no, I turn that thing on like Abu Ghraib <laughs> in my in my bedroom. There's lights. There's like it's like Fenway Park in there. Like many, many, many lights. But no yeah. eye contact. No eye contact at all. They like that. Uh. It gets them because then they then they got to use their imagination to see what you're feeling. You know, they can't look in your eyes and see nothing. <laughs> this is a pretty good guide. I have another tip. Yeah. Okay, I thought of it. Um. No, like little. If there's like you need to like change positions, and there's like a a couple of second pause, or yeah. there's like a little like awkward thing that happens. No bits. No. And I, what I mean <laughs> is no. Like, oops. Sorry about that. Oh. 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 <laughs> like. Ooh, okay. ooh, it takes you out of okay. the moment, it's doesn't real it? Bad. So, shut the fuck up, unless it's dirty talk. So Michael yeah. Winslow is not your ideal man. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bits have you had pulled on you just in the like, act of lovemaking? Just like awkward things like that. Like oh, oops. Oh, oops. Ha 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 ha. Like little awkward thing. You're like feeling <laughs> laughing, nervous that laughing, like something yeah. happened. It's like yeah, like okay, it's like a bunch of bodies smashing. There's gonna be a little weird, awkward thing once in yeah. a while. Like okay. ignore it, just like, like move on. Yeah, Robin, move I would on. add on that note. Also, uh, farts or queefs. If that happens, don't don't bring attention to it. Don't don't make it a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like okay, I'll add a I'll add an especially in the case of although I don't think a fart and a queef is quite the same. Yeah. I think a a. Fart Close. would be. You could probably bring attention to that. Would you, Robin? Would you experience me either? Me either. But I'm imagining it now. Well, depends on the kind of sex you're having. After a, after a nice brunch uh, gumbo. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Of farts and queefs. Okay, it's a real hot, spicy sex. 
Maddox, what's your next tip? Ah, oh, my next tip. Okay. Uh, my By the next... way, this is a man who uh, finished on a woman and shouted goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it when it, is it... <laughs> we both shouted goal at the same time, to be fair. That sounds I, like I, I, I believe shot, that. <laughs> I shot entirely. I made it oh. right into her belly button, Robin. It was a perfect, it was perfect. But, every last but drop. Where, but, okay, but where it you was in- perfect in every way except sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Logistically. <laughs> parabolically. Okay, another thing I like to ask is, um, is if this is a woman who I may be going out on a couple dates with and we've hooked up a few times, I, I uh, first of all, I've been fortunate enough to have None of the women, except for one, uh, fake an orgasm in my life because okay. I asked. I asked them. I said, "What? What?" You ask every person. <laughs> but wouldn't it be easier to fake that it to the lie than it was to fake the entire orgasm? I've I've experienced only one fake orgasm, and I told the girl, "I'm like, I, I don't care. You don't have to. It it doesn't hurt my ego if you don't if you don't get off. That's fine. Especially the first few times you have sex with someone, they're often nervous, and they're yeah. not going to get off until you build a certain comfort level because okay. people. People aren't comfortable enough to tell you what actually does it for them. And when you build that comfort level, that's when when people will be more honest, and that's when you're more likely to experience a real orgasm with the with the. So what's the tip? Don't fake it. No, the tip is the tip is to ask them what gets them off and whether or not they've gotten off during sex. Because a lot of women haven't. A lot of women cannot cannot get off uh, during sex. Especially okay. uh, purely vaginally, purely like in, in uh, purely with penetration. That's right. Uh, yeah. Get sometimes, oh boy, these clinical terms again. <laughs> nice and some, Sometimes just orally. Just, yeah. Sometimes just orally. And no, that's a myth that they tell you. Yeah. So that's a trick it that they're trick, trying uh, to trick you to go down on them. I know that fucking just, trick. Then you don't have to look them in the eye. If Women you're going who are down multi. Yeah, I'm trying to give a real advice here. Yeah. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot what show I'm on. I was going to say women who are multi-orgasmic, right. sometimes they don't like oral. Yeah, that's true. Too sensitive. Okay, and, so what? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. And, I, and myself, I'm not crazy about blowjobs because uh, sometimes blowjobs suck. And I, I and this goes. This is a tip for guys. Is that guys a, was that a pun? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> this is a tip for guys. Guys, if a, if a woman like, don't be such an eager beaver, eager Eddie with uh, with blowjobs that you're that you're so happy you're getting one that you're you're just gonna take anything you get because that's how the, the one then the woman never improves. If the blowjob sucks, tell her stop using your fucking teeth. How about uh, that? Okay. Right. Wait. Well, what's your teeth? See, your that's why this like boring porn needs to exist. That just has an example of someone seeing a normal blowjob, and then it, it has a little PowerPoint button that says, "Don't use your teeth." That yeah. everyone just needs to like this. This this thing just needs to be a boring thing that you watch. Yeah. If it doesn't exist. No, I like the teeth though. You I want to like pretend that she's building a dam. <laughs> and, like this is the first log. Oh, chewing <laughs> Robin, is teeth? Is teeth? A, this is something I kind of wondered with women too, because I've never. I've I've ne- I've never done it, but is teeth ever a problem w- for women, like guys with oh, their teeth? I've never experienced that. That sounds okay. horrifying. Because guys that's know, because no. guys have experienced it, and they know not to. See, that's yeah. I don't really understand like why a woman would use teeth, but uh, a guy using teeth that gets really close to like your guys's number one problem, right? Of uh, female genital mutilation. Like that's horrible. <laughs> that You're is, like hmm. one clamp down yeah. away from that being that, on. I, I yeah, looked that's up the excitement. I, I looked up the stats on UNICEF <laughs> error. Yeah, this is according to uh, to UNICEF and the CDC. They actually did uh, did this research. They did a study, and they found that uh, when when women are subjected to female genital mutilation, they do nod off. They do use their teeth. The doctors just don't do. Is that true? No, of course not. Oh <laughs> my god, that's a weird joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your tip was no 
what ask them what ask them ask them what gets them off that's my ask tip. them what gets them off i yeah. don't know man that's putting a lot on them it's on you you got to figure that out yeah another thing too about women is sometimes they can only get off in a certain position or a certain way uh even even if it's just laying down on their back or if they're on top whatever it is that's what they associate with with uh, getting off and that's the only way they can get off okay sean what's your tip all right well dick will hate this but it goes to honesty yep don't fake things here's the other thing get out of your head Right. Oh, like, yeah. Get out of right. your head. Yeah, you have to be stupid. You can't be like thinking. It's you can't a, be using your brain. No, it's a basic thing. If yeah. it feels good to you, feels good to her or him, you're there. Like it's everybody's right. different. Don't overthink it. What do you recommend to get out of your head? What's a tip on how to get out of your own head? Then you really start freaking out. Look at I see that jamming up in your brain gears right now. You're <laughs> trying to think of an idea of how to get in your out just of your head. Just gotta be drunk. <laughs> just gotta be drunk. I found that uh, that works for a while. Like first of all, don't be self conscious about your body. If you're in the sack with someone and you're already naked or you're getting your clothes off, uh-huh. guess what? They're into you. They want to have sex with you because you're in bed with them naked. And if they are if they're if they're doing it with you, then don't be so self conscious about yourself. Just be confident. Do your thing and don't worry about it. But uh, probably uh, easier said than done. But you've got to find a way to just get out of your own head. If you're one of those people who overanalyzes everything, you know what I like. You'll to enjoy think? it much more. This helped. This helps me. This helped me a long time ago when I first when I first started having sex. I, I you know if I felt self conscious, um, I would think of the other person and how self conscious they must feel because they they've never seen a giant monster cock like mine. <laughs> so they must be really intimidated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do Boy, girls have a problem getting out of their heads? Where are those no? crickets? <laughs> <laughs> you, Sean. Um, definitely at first, for sure. Um, yeah, the first time I ever came during sex was like a couple years into college. And it's actually because I was, I think I was taking this dude's virginity. And the reason that I was oh. able to finally come is because I knew that he didn't have an expectation of like me to come. Oh. And so I wasn't having an anxiety attack about it. Interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So otherwise you'd be freaking he out. Because had, like you... a really good dick that was big. How big? Like a uh, Pringles can? No. Oh God. No. That, like a pool noodle. Like, no. like an or, like, seen, like, 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 last time? like an organic banana or conventionally grown? <laughs> <laughs> the weird like lumps. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I did see a Pringles can dick once, and I had to send him home. Yeah, that mm. shit'll tear yeah. you up. I was just like, no. I said no. Did you did you do anything with him? I or? gave it a hand job. Yeah, was, you give him a hand. It was, hand, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah, he had to leave. Yeah, you have to, you have to go home. <laughs> okay, my tip. Yeah, put your phone <clears throat> so the face is down because the last thing you want <laughs> That's actually is not a bad. text coming in from another girl, another girl yeah. in the middle okay, of having so sex. And she sees that and like, who the fuck is this? And she's like, oh fuck, I gotta make up a bunch of lies from the middle of having sex. <laughs> All right, these are pretty good tips, guys. What's good this tips. list going to? This is the book. I'm going to put it up on Audible. Oh, okay. Wait, no. This, so I also it came with a problem, and it's I called, also had it's called tips to ignore. Yeah. <laughs> I also had a business idea for you two. Okay. okay. And so this is not. This is now we're leaving bit territory. This is legitimately, I think, a good business idea for both of you. You guys should really write a book together about how to pick up women. Oh, that'd be a good book. Huh. You should absolutely. Yeah. You got Maddox. With the quality, dick with the quantity. 
coming to you I'll in 2025. <laughs> America's built on quantity. And uh, yeah. Uh, well. yeah, I think it would be, you can make it funny and like helpful and informative because you guys are both like weird nerdy dudes that are constantly fucking hot women. Thank like you, you guys thank really you. Thank you consistently, it's like a nice rotating pool of like oh, very please. attractive it's just women. Just a train through my bedroom. It just this is. <laughs> so, you're, so you must know the secrets. You've somehow figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's the train that stops in Pound Town. That's <laughs> <laughs> I need a sign that says that. Pound Town? Pound Town. Over yeah. your Hanging bedroom. Yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Hanging on my bed. <laughs> so make it real welcoming to all these like <laughs> hot, these hot women. Um okay, yeah, yeah, Robin, thank you for thank you for the suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh we will we will consider that in the pile. <laughs> Did you have any more for your for your problem of no one teaches uh, you how to fuck good? No, that's it. It just should be a thing, just like part of sex education. And this this list we put together didn't make you second guess your your idea of making oh, it that, like a book. That is those are pretty good, I thought. I feel like this is like the the evolution debate in textbooks. You know, like if there was actual learning material on how to have sex, yeah, it would be like a big debate on if, evolu- if creationism should get in there, if evolution should get in there. <laughs> well, Robin, it, there yeah. has to be a shitload of books on yeah. this subject. Here, here, I, I got, don't want I got it to be a book, though. It needs to be words. a boring porn. Oh, you want a boring porn? That tell that, So you watch it. What's happening? All right. Yeah, um, Robin, I got three little words for you. Three mm-hmm. little words. Kama Sutra. There is, uh, there, is oh. the, there is that book, so there's the one. It is boring. No, the comments, have you seen the illustrations? Yeah. First of all, hilarious, and also kind of fappable. Kind of fappable. If I was in prison, and that's all I had, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd bust a nut all over those, those Indian texts. <laughs> well, you know what else you would want in prison? Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com yeah. and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Oh, my God. German-engineered three-blade cartridges, a close, comfortable shave, no cuts or burns, quality guaranteed. It's a full refund if you're not happy. How about Great that? blades. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for sending us. Harry's has been sending us some packages, and uh, when we have guests on the show, we're going to give him some packages. Uh, Robin, do you shave your legs? I do. Cool. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I'm not gonna get it. I was offered a package last time. Yeah, one of these get, days. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A fan sent in an email about Harry's razors, speaking to the quality of the blade. Chris, I spend a fortune of my worthless Canadian dollars, which only became slightly more affordable with the discount I received from your show. When I tried a Harry's razor for the first time today, I was blown away with how close the shave actually got, and began to resent. My old razor. All right. Seriously, fuck that razor. My face is usually stubbly a few hours later, and it's over 12 hours later, and my face is still smooth. That's true. Harry's razors do do that. Thank you guys for referring me to an actually good product instead of slinging snake oil. I'm planning on moving out, blah, 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 more stuff. Maddox, uh, you should make more 3D renders for us to laugh at. Cheers, La- Laugh? Laugh at? at Excuse yeah. me? Laugh he at? Says, that's what he said. <laughs> you mean learn from? That was a typo. Um, learn from. That's maybe what he meant. I don't know. Bullshit. I went on an internet date with uh, someone who works at Harry's. Did you really? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works in some kind of like part of the computer science-y part of it. Did he give you a discount with our promo code? No. Was I, he smoothly shaped? I didn't like him. I don't know. Biggest I problem? Was distracted. They make a great blade, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. Oh, biggest problem. <laughs> the fact that he's not smooth with women just shows how dedicated he is to his mm-hmm. job. So, you so have to be smooth with your face if you're not smooth <laughs> with women. You got to make it's one or the other. You got to compensate. Guys, I got Every guest tries to ruin the ads. Yeah. Is Every that ru- single how one. Is that ruining it. <laughs> All right, guys. I got the real biggest problem mm. in the universe this week Q tips. Yeah. Q tips. Mm. Ah, who uses Q-tips in this room, huh? Me. I love Q-tips. Pretty much everyone. Yeah. Well, they're a big problem. Q-tips are an anomaly because you constantly want to use them, but you're not supposed to. 
It's like masturbation. People always warn you about it, but it feels good and you can't stop doing it. Except instead of cleaning out wax from a hole, you end up having to clean up a mess you made all over your curtains, blinds, windows, and binoculars. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Uh, guys, Sean, I know you You know what I'm talking about, Sean. Yeah. There's an article from the Washington Post called The Strange Life of Q-Tips, The Most Bizarre Thing People Buy. And it really is a bizarre thing you buy because, uh, according to this article, it says Q-Tips are one of the only major consumer products if not the only one whose main purpose is precisely the one the manufacturer explicitly warns against. The little padded sticks have long been marketed as a household staple, pitched for various kinds of beauty upkeep, arts, crafts, home cleaning, and baby care. And for years, they have carried an explicit caution on every box of Q-tips, which comes with this caveat. It says, do not insert inside the ear canal. (laughs) But everyone, especially those who look into people's ears for a living, know that many, if not most, flat out ignore the warning. Guys, um, this is a big problem. The boxes, the boxes, first of all, didn't start warning you about not putting them into your ear until around 1970. Uh, Q-tips. What what were they originally for? Well, originally they were for, I think they were for uh, baby care. That's for for what on the baby? (laughs) The ears? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The baby's ears. Well, like what else is there? Uh, I I think they were for, uh, the article mentioned it, but do you guys, do you know what the Q in Q-tips stands for? Uh, quality. Quality. It is quality. quality. Yeah. Oh. It's for quality tips. That's what my penis is called, too. It's a quality tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <It's laughs> Are these the bits that you're talking about not to do during lovemaking? Hey, baby, you want some quality tip? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I would not like that. You wouldn't like that? Yeah. Maybe. What if there's a woman who does? She likes a real, she's a real chuckle fucker. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know <laughs> she doesn't how know. to. Yeah, I'm with you. The first commercial Q tips were introduced in the market in 1923 and were called baby gays. Yeah, G A Y baby gaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baby gaze. They're made of wood and not double sided. And uh, yeah, they were for babies. That's originally what Q tips were for. Some of some for of the old what boxes. On the baby for yeah, what? Yeah, for the what baby? on the baby? I don't know, man. I don't have fucking. <laughs> well, this baby. is your problem. <laughs> I don't have a baby though. How am I supposed to know what the fuck? Guess. What do you think it would be their for? P- their pee hole, uh, cleaning uh, out crust from there. I don't know about that. That's gross. Their no, but, their butthole. Their buttholes. Maybe their buttholes get a bunch of crusty diarrhea around it. They I don't know. Do. <laughs> do they? I don't know, man. I don't know anything about they babies. Have wipes. You need a whole towel to take care of that. Gross. Um. <laughs> So, so some of the old boxes of Q-tips used to say things like for adult ear care. So they used to market it as a product for your ears. The company knows what people use them for, but they have to be really coy in their advertising now. So they started changing their tack in uh, around the 90s. Here is the, here's the TV spot from 1980 with Betty White where they come as close as they can to suggesting you should use them in your ear. But they don't actually say it. Listen to this. Q-tips has a nice soft cushion of cotton right here at the tip. So they feel nice and soft and safe when you use them on your eyes or on your nose or on your ear or even when you drop them on your foot. And she drops it. The safe swab. Oh, they couldn't say ear? They didn't say ear. They came as close as they could, literally. The but first could they of- not say ear? No, no, because they don't want to. Because they get sued, people jam them in their ears, right? Yeah. They go deaf. Is yeah. that true, though? Or yeah, is that just the, the joke of the ad that oh, she's it's absolutely- dropping it? No, it's absolutely true. They want to market it for your ears, but they know that people are injuring themselves. So how come they th- like how come they can't say, "Hey, you could use this to clear your ears," but like America's funniest home videos can say, "Hey, take a picture of you almost getting shot or running <laughs> over your kids in a car and then send it to us for maybe money." 
Like, how can they how can they get away with that? But they can't say, like, use this cotton device to clean in your ear. I think what is if, the sense? I think America's Funniest Home Videos does say, don't try this at home. And also, they're no, not. No, they say, do it and we'll give you money. They don't say they stage don't say, it, though. Yeah. They say, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, send us your funny videos. They don't say, hurt yourself. Also, and, what <laughs> funniest videos have people almost getting shot in them? All of them, know. Robin. The funniest, the funniest yeah, videos. The yeah. ones that didn't get on TV. <laughs> yeah. They're the good ones. There's, there's, a, there's a funny compilation of them called The Faces of Death. Um, <laughs> there's like four volumes. Um, so this, uh, the Washington Post article goes on. They talk, they talk about the addictive quality to Q-tips and they liken it to cigarettes. The cigarette analogy is an apt one. We continue to twist Q-tips in our ears. Thanks to a simple truth. It feels great. Our ears are filled with sensitive nerve endings, which send signals to various other parts of our bodies. Huh, Robin, is that a sex tip? <laughs> Using Q-tips leads to what dermatologists refer to as an itch-scratch cycle, a self-perpetuating addiction of sorts. The more you use them, the more your ears itch, and the more your ears itch, the more you use them. And this vicious cycle, I, I looked into it. There's another article uh, on this website. It's WBUR.org. So this vicious cycle, the more you use it, the more you need to use it. According to this website, the wax in your ear waterproofs your ear canal and keeps water from going in. So when you clear out the wax, more water gets inside and the more you feel like you need to use it. It's this insane addiction cycle with this. Oh, so you you shouldn't be using them at all on your ears? So you shouldn't clean your ears? You don't need to because the wax comes out on its own naturally. Yeah, because of the way the skin grows. Yeah. It, It brings it out. It's supposed if, to be there. It's supposed to be. It's an. It's a natural antibiotic too. Earwax. Hmm. Yeah. Next time you're really? sick. Really? So yeah. we're hurting ourselves by cleaning our ears out. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you can jam it but too I, far it's in. It's so too. satisfying. It looks so gross when you get a lot, and you're like, yeah, yeah I really yeah. did it today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I know. What about blowing your nose? Is that bad for you too? No, because the the mucus inside your nose collects the. Uh, the it's supposed to come out that way, or down your throat. You could swallow it too, I guess. But it, the the mucus inside your nose. Ew. Collects bacteria and collects all sorts of things that we're not supposed to have in our body, like spores and fungus and and uh, d- paper dust clips. particles, yeah. pa- paper clips, sure, penises. Who knows? Quality tips. Uh, that's totally legal to have in your body. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, people have been led to think this is from uh, Washington Post again. The people have been led to think that it's normal to clean their ears. They think that earwax is dirty, that it's gross or unnecessary, but that's not true at all. There's a Dr. Fitzgerald. He said he uh, they interviewed him. He said. He likens earwax to tears, which help lubricate and protect your eyeballs. Robin, hmm, lubricate. <laughs> wax, <laughs> wax does something similar for the ear canal, where the skin is thin and fragile and highly susceptible to infection. So when you put the Q-tips inside your ear, you could even scratch your ear canal and then get infected. And all these doctors they interviewed said that most of the patients who come into their office with ear problems have it because they've been using Q-tips. Huh. But here's the problem. They don't even know the extent to which people are injuring themselves from Q-tips because the Consumer Protection Safety Commission doesn't track cotton swabs and neither does the FDA because they don't classify as a medical device. They're in this like weird gray area of unregulated limbo of small government dick. Hmm? Go ahead, Randy. I don't don't give a shit. I don't think it's... (laughs) (laughs) Randy scrambled so hard to get that horn he fell off his chair. I don't blame him. More than half the patients seen in otolaryngology, it's a ear, nose, and throat doctor's, uh, regardless of their primary complaint, admit to using cotton swabs to clean their ears. So, um, because because of these, what you were going to say something? No, because of these pro- <laughs> these. Uh, <laughs> so, because Q-tips are a problem, and, and people know that there's this uh, weird fixation on earwax that people have. There have been a number of different companies that have tried to produce different products to get earwax out of your ear, and here's one called WaxVac. 
and it's exactly exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, listen to this. Here's the, here's the ad. I found this ad for Waxback. Listen to this. We all know we shouldn't use cotton swabs to clean or dry our ears. They what? even warn us, but we do it anyway. <laughs> Stop. There's a That was a guy. <laughs> what the <laughs> that was, hell? That was a guy who put a cotton swab in his ear and he yelled out. <laughs> 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 yeah, listen to this. But he couldn't hear himself doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Introducing WaxVac, the safe and effective way to clean and dry your ears. WaxVac will help your whole family feel better and keep their ears healthier. Here's how it works. Unlike cotton swabs, which push dirt and harmful wax further into your ear and can puncture your eardrum, ouch! WaxVac gently draws dirt particles and moisture out of your ear rather than pushing it in. There's nothing else like it. WaxVac is quiet. I believe that. Listen. Yeah. Safe. Its unique safety guard. Did you hear that? Listen. Listen. They show you how quiet. They show you how quiet WaxVac is. Listen to this. Quiet. Listen. Safe. Its unique safety guard prevents it from going too deep, like an ear thermometer. Uh, going too deep, Robin. Sex tip. Effective. See how gently it vacs water and dirt, leaving your ears clean and dry. You just empty it out when you're done. Doctors. Oh, and the, by the way, that part of the commercial, the emptying out when it's done, they have this this weird little funnel, and they dump it out, and it's like this waxy colored water, this like liquid water they're dumping out into the sink, and it makes me want to throw up. It's so disgusting. Everywhere, warn against using cotton swabs to clean your ears. Don't use a cotton swab in your ear because it can cause significant <laughs> damage. No one likes water damage. in their ears. Yeah. Don't pound your head. Use wax back instead. Yeah. I know I shouldn't use cotton swabs to clean my ears. WaxVac seems like the perfect solution. Stop using other ear cleaners that don't work and stop using <laughs> cotton swabs that can damage your ears. What Ow! other what other ear cleaners are there? There is um so I went to I went to my doctor a while back and I do a checkup whatever. He says in one of my ears there is a whole bunch of impacted wax. And it's cuz yeah, I use Sure there is if you yeah. don't fucking clean your ears. No, I do. That's a problem. I use yeah, Q-tips and I found jams it down. Yeah, I, I use Q-tips all the time, and it just, like, jams the wax inside your ear. And I went to a doctor a long time ago when I was a kid, and I, I don't know why doctors don't always do this, but he looked inside my ear, and he said, oh, you got a huge wax buildup. Uh, let me get that out of there. And he reached in with these, like, rubber-tipped tweezers and pulled out this, like, giant, like, ball of wax. I'm like, oh, how I'm the hell? Up. Yeah, I know. It was disgusting. <laughs> my brother, my brother a long time ago when he was, I think, in fourth grade— Told my mom one day that he was in the shower after he got after he got out of the shower. He used the Q-tip in his ear, and he said, "Mom, the the end of it came off in my ear." And my mom didn't believe him. She's like, hey, "Whatever, you, that's not that's not possible. That doesn't happen." She goes, "It did, it did." And, and my mom didn't believe him for years. Fast forward to ten years later, my brother's like dicking around in his ear one day, and he pulls out this Q-tip, <gasps> this end of a Q-tip. No, it was in his ear no. for like ten years. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Q-tips are a huge problem. They're like most ear problems that you have. Most ear infections are caused by dicking around with your ear, putting Q-tips in there, and it feels good. So that's why we keep doing it. And I myself, since I since I was going to bring this problem in last week and the week before, we just kept running out of time. But I tried to. So many people suffered in that time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I try. I know. I know how much of a problem this is, and I tried to wean myself off of Q-tips. I can't. I can't help it. I can't. I need. De- I need to either stop buying them or I don't <laughs> well, know. Why, wait a minute. But why does it? F- you keep saying that it feels so good to like wiggle the Q-tip around in your ear. I don't yeah. think I experienced that. It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. To me, it does. A lot of people. Do you guys have dicks? What, what, your ear feels that good? Are you like a Ferengi, right, Robin? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, it, it how good. do you do it that it feels so good? Like, what am I doing wrong? 
Well, I want to get addicted to this. You've got to jam it so far in, you get around the corner. What? Wait, no. <laughs> is that what you really do? No, don't do that. Oh. What do you do? Why does it feel so good for you? Because you have a lot of nerve endings inside your ear. It's a very sensitive. Uh, they, some people even say it's an erogenous zone. Um, have, have you seen I the don't movie? Know about What's that? that? Have you have you seen the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. True. True. Um, have you seen the movie? There's a movie called The Intouchables. And it's based on a true story about this guy who got paralyzed. He became, a, um, I think he's a quadriplegic. And he, at some point during the movie, this guy who's kind of his caretaker asks him, do you have any kind of sexual pleasure? Do you have any, do, do you still date? He goes, of course, of course I still date. I still, and his penis still worked. But he said that what, what gives him a lot of pleasure on dates is if girls played with his earlobes. Okay. Because the ears are very sensitive. Earlobes are very, they have a lot of nerves up there. So it feels good. Like the Q-tip does, though. Yeah, it's especially inside your ear. It's very, very sensitive. And it needs to be, if you think about it. I'm more with you. The, you mostly it, right? what I just want is, like, how much yellow shit can I get? Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that's what I Good did today. One. Nice. Yeah. Nailed it. Mm. Trash. <laughs> I don't, like, have to, I don't get the vapors and have to lay down after yeah. I clean my ears out. <laughs> Oh, I, mercy, myself. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, twiggling my ear around. I clean my ears and I'm spent, man. I wake up with just tissues everywhere. So do you not clean your ears anymore? Is no, that I, safe, I, I safe do. guess? I do. I try. I tried replacing Q-tips with just, I would just get a little bit of toilet paper or something and just try to like, you know, clean clean around it. But uh, That sounds more dangerous. Then you got your fingernail in there. I know. I don't get in deep enough. So the toilet paper, it's almost like, they say that you should never put anything uh, sharper than your elbow inside of your ear, but your finger doesn't get in too deep unless you have really pointy what? fingers. Sharper than your elbow. Yeah, that makes no sense. That's nothing. Yeah. That can't go in your ear. Exactly. That's the point. That's, oh, it's just like a little joke. I guess. Man, I well, a little ear, ENT ear humor. Joke. Yeah. This is very informative, but mostly is I'm it? upset that I just haven't gotten in a screaming fight. I've just kind of, it's been like a nice, relaxing podcast. What do you have a strong opinion on? Uh, but see, that's going to be like, it's going to be two, it's going to go from zero to 110. And Let's hear it. That's can. a screaming fight. No, I mean, like, if we like really like dissected like how much you seem to hate women, like that would probably cause a fight. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate women. Sure. I just wouldn't hire one. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um, but yeah, no, we're not going to get into that. Oh. Um, I don't know. Scre- yeah, well, goals for next time. Goals for next time. Didn't happen this time, Robin. No. You know what you you know what you know need to do is bring in a really moderate problem mm-hmm. that uh, nobody can can possibly argue with. Yeah, like mm-hmm. apples. And then, Dick, and then Dick will find a way. That's, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's, a, he's the um, expert. Guys, real quick before we before we wrap up, I got a package. I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. I got a package from a guy, a fan named Cody. Cody sent this in for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. He says, in the spirit of the season, I've included Maddox's first love, Quartet, for the Sega Master System. He sent me a video game. It's a game called Quartet. It's one of my very first. It's it was my first favorite video game. I loved this game for years and years. It's for the Sega Master System. It's Is he am- going to send you a Sega Master System next? No, I still have. I still have mine. Yeah, Sean, course, you course, idiot. Sean. Yeah, <laughs> dipshit. Of course, I have a Sega Master does. System. I have all the Sega systems, even the 32X. It's awful. Second, I've included the thing that Maddox loves more than anything in the world: hating rich people. Yeah. <laughs> Please True. enjoy. Who wants to beat up a millionaire on the Sega Dreamcast? He sent. I didn't know this was a real game. That's and cool. keep doing what you guys do. He sent this game called "Who Wants to Be Beat Up a Millionaire." I've never even heard this. 
It's a, I guess it's a Dreamcast game. I, I'm going to have to look this up. Huh. Have you heard of this? No, I don't think anyone's ever, no, heard, no of this. ever heard of this. That's crazy. Who wants to beat up a millionaire? And then uh, Quartet for the Sega Master System, one of my all-time favorite video games. Oh, my gosh, it even has the booklet. Thanks, Cody. Thank cool. you so much. Oh, wait, I thought of just like a one-minute screaming fight. Yeah. Dick. I'm a teacher. I make $30,000 a year. Yeah. I'm a good person. Yeah, fuck I'm you, a Dick. useful human. I teach chemistry to people that need to know chemistry. <laughs> the fact that I'm poor is like fine. Like you want so- also how much you need to reveal how- exactly how much you make a year because you seem to be filthy rich from all your little comments. Whoa, 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 it's like, whoa, oh, you whoa, only whoa. make eighty thousand. <laughs> you're a garbage human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it makes you a garbage uh, human. I mean, human. That's a you're, you're starting at the, you're starting high already. Um, yeah. How much do you make every year? I'm not getting into that. Mm. Only two. Only two people. We'll ever know how much money I make. Uh-huh. Uh, even even if I even if I get married, okay. Uh-huh. Let's let's say that oh, it would be married. so. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. so my 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 dad and my uh-huh. accountant. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay, Nobody great. else. Well, anyway, I'm a good person. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. By the way, why why? You know, I, I'm, no, no, I am no. for. I am. You don't want anybody to know how much money you make. There's this movement in the UK right now with the whole gen- gender wage gap thing. It's it's starting to get momentum, and, and these like feminist groups want to push corporations to release everyone's uh, salary, which I am totally in favor of. Because, sure. because then, and, and a lot of people are in favor of, because then you can see if this actually exists, this gender wage. I mean, that's, we already know, but there's another, it adds another layer of transparency. Are you in favor of that, Robin? Uh, I could, that'd be useful for me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I would, en- I would enjoy that. Yeah. So, but back to your point, the, uh, you know, teachers who earn less don't necessarily like. Why do you teach? What is your motivation? It's not well, money. I want to be doing comedy, and teaching. Less okay. So, so I, I just learned of this term recently. Would you consider it a fallback? Uh, I don't know. I guess no, but I really like it. I don't know. You can but like you know, two things, yeah. but you have. But no, so getting this. So you all said many times that people that make thirty thousand dollars a year and there are teachers are like bad and stuff. So I didn't you, say they're bad. now you yell Wait, at me. I didn't say they're bad. Uh huh. What'd you say? Did you, you think? Do you think that I think they're bad because they don't or make like a lot of money? Stupid and shouldn't be able to teach about finances. Yeah, I don't think they should. T- they should tell anyone about finance. Why? Because uh-huh. they have no experience with it. Unless you're talking, like, hmm. unless it's someone who's specifically oh, no, oh, no. trained in you finance. You said, like, you couldn't, like, hire good people for such, like, if anyone works for that, they're not yeah. good at their job. I'm I gonna- didn't say that either. I said it's lucky that so many teachers do so much work for such a very small amount no, of money. No, I don't think you said that, you Dick. Said. You're bull. That's you're such a bullshitter. That's what I said. No, you what didn't did I say, say that. Play it back. That is exactly what he said. That's exactly what I said. And then I laughed you, like a jackal. And yeah, you said it because, so sarcastically. Well, yeah, no. I said it so car- sarcastically because like, they oh, get... Oh, Lima, you must get really good people if you can get them for $30,000. Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. said it like that. Oh, oh, yeah. I absolutely think that there are a ton of shitty teachers and a ton of them should be fucking fired immediately, but the teacher union is so powerful and it's so difficult to fire them because the entire profession is run by people who get off with just helping kids and money never enters their mind. So the whole profession is ruled, is is 
full and poisoned by the useless. So many teachers are worthless and should be fired fucking immediately, but they never will be because the union is so powerful and it will never be toppled because its enemy is teachers who don't know how to fight an enemy like that. It's a huge problem. It's a, but, but you just shovel praise on him. You take, you know what teachers, you're all great. You're all great. We're going to shovel this praise on you. You never give him any fucking money and they will never get any money because it's worth it to hear that they're good people. That's all they want. That's why the system sucks to me. That's why. Yeah, it, 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 that's why I say it's great that we can get we can get such an important job done for so. Yep. What? <laughs> Whoa. She asked. The guest asked. No, yeah. no. What do you want me to say? It's, it, it, is, it is a big problem, Dick. We should fire these unqualified teachers, but you can't fire you can't. parents. You can't fire parents. I feel... What do you mean you can't fire the teachers either? No, you, of course you can. <laughs> oh, go look up a teacher's no, union. In California, it's like the first or second most powerful union in the state. It's like, so ridiculous. Right. It, it gets governors elected. Right, of course. The but... service workers union and the nurses union, believe it or not. Yeah, and the police union. I, I understand, but this is like being conflated with a... Uh, uh, it's starting to get political. It's starting to become like uh, uh, the libertarian agenda. How Which, is this a libertarian agenda that the teachers need to be fixed? That well, the entire profession needs to be What would fixed. you do? Bust up the union? Yeah. Okay. There yeah, you if go. You're, if you're, if, if, <laughs> there you, you go. know what? Yeah, hey, here's solution number one. All the teachers, y'all, y'all pick ten percent of your teachers that need to be fired immediately, and they will be fired. What do you have to say about this? Because they're all going to be right. What do you have to say about this, Robin? You, you know, ten teachers um, at your school who need to get fired. Well, charter schools don't have union obligations. Right. There's a lot of those. So what you want is actually already happening. Yeah. And I would argue that. Oh, wait, sorry. I would fucking say mm -hmm. that, okay, so your big thing is that the teachers, you know, oh, no, oh, no, some poor people that only make 30 grand eventually actually have one fucking thing that's backing them up. Oh, no, fuck that. I hate that somehow teachers got a little bit of power sometimes. Also, we already have this in charter schools in America. They're completely unregulated. And you know who fucking teaches at charter schools? The worst fucking people who just got out of Teach for America. They're 23 years old. They're the worst fucking teachers. The worst teachers are new teachers because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're really just doing it for two years so you can go apply to medical school because you got a shitty MCAT score in the first place. And so you need to have something that shows you care about people. So you're doing some shitty thing. You don't care about having benefits because you know you're going to dip and go back to grad school. You don't care about teaching people. You don't care about teaching, especially poor people or people who are like have nothing. And so you're just like in this charter school, you don't care about your union. You're letting, you are a shitty, shitty, shitty teacher. And then you quit. So you've all, we've already seen what happens when we get rid of the union. That's what happens. You let a bunch of like shitty teachers who have no rights and then everyone who has rights are these people who are like the administrators in these private schools. They're, they're, they're public. They're taking our tax money, but they're basically private and they can assign their salaries to any of their administrators. So you hire your fucking cousin. You say, oh, hey, Jerry, you've never worked a day in your life, but I'm going to hire you as this like uh, vice principal. You're talking about, you're you're talking gonna, about charter schools. Charter schools. Charter schools. I don't think about you're going to sit. That, well, that, it's, well it, that's what it is. It's how to get rid of teachers. The charter Ra schools exist to get rid of teachers unions. Robin, uh, I'm gonna have to call you on this one because I'm very. I, I was. Uh, I again, I dated a teacher, and uh, 
I know a lot of people who are at a charter school. And I looked into this, and there's good charter schools and bad charter schools. The one in particular that I have experience with, um, specifically, specifically targeted people who couldn't get into any other schools, very, um, very at-risk children who lived in single household families, single bedroom families with five or six other, other children. And they, uh, some of the criticism charter schools get is that um, they can reject students who are not performing or that the teachers don't work as hard or whatever, but the, the teachers at the school are ha- bust their asses. They work 14 hours a day. But you just said it. It's that there are good charter schools right. and there's a lot of really shitty ones because it's up to some random person who says, I'm going to open a school today. And that person can be completely unqualified and it's up to them whether or not it's good. Where at least the public school system, even though it has lots of like, it has lots of problems, at least there's consistency in it and there are checks and balances and there is like a way that things go. And you can't just be a crazy person and just decide to start your own school. Well, yeah, but this, this, how well, like, would that the be performance, bad? but the performance matters, Robin, because the performance, the, of course, Dick. why the fuck, the, well, why the fuck would that, why would that be bad? Because why not Dick, change you up the entire curriculum and you, teach better things to kids? But you it's don't not even better. Have, it's just grinding it's, for test prep. It says you're going to sit here, you're going to learn how to answer A, B, C, D on these English and math no, questions. No, you're not going to do anything that's else. That's so not at all, a no. lot of them are, but but this uh, this charter school in, in specific, they have entire they have entire uh, parts of their curriculum dedicated to critical thinking. They make the kids argue different points of view that they disagree with. This is a really good charter school. Yeah, that there I, are that really good of. charter schools, but there's also a shit ton of really Horrible really ones. bad ones yeah. that but, are but, just not but anything. Come, but shouldn't it come down to performance? Shouldn't it come down but to how whether do you they have results. They because use these. They, they use they Common Core. Is, but it, but that's the thing is that like if you can just if all you do is grind and learn how to answer multiple choice questions, that's not a real education. No, they don't it's got do nothing that. To do with life either. No, they don't do that. They don't grind yeah. just for the uh, the national test. They Your don't. school that you're talking about, but right. a lot of them, that's literally all you do. You don't even have anything besides just studying for that. I think the problem with that, oh, Robin, you should have brought in Common Core. That would have got you a huge argument, no matter which way you took it's on too it. Too late now. Uh, yeah. Next time, next time, bring in Common. We'll save it I for you. I got to scream though. You get to bring yeah, it up. You got to scream. I got there to see you go. get red in the face. Dude. How was it? It was all. It was all great. Uh, yeah. Stick around. I'll get red in the face again. Oh. <sighs> all right, guys. My problem this week was Q-tips. My problem was wasting food. Food waste. My problem was uh, no one teaches you how to fuck good. Thanks for listening. No problem. Thanks, Robin. What do you want to promote? Oh, my uh, YouTube page with my Wheel of Fortune video. What's right. your YouTube page? It's just Robin Higgins. But yeah. How do you spell Higgins? H I G G I N S. We'll link I to it on the website. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna link to it on the website. What was your possible other guess? I got it wrong at H. <laughs> here. Oh, here, uh, weird Matthew McConaughey called in with something that's relevant to your problem, Robin. Hey, Maddox. Saw your Periscope. Quite a nice assistant you got there. Thanks. What did she assist you with? <laughs> Putting your dick back in after it slips out. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And you're plowing it, going like, Arr! and your dick slips out because you're going so crazy at it. You just fucking lose your motor skills and dick skills. It slips <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're going to put it back in, but then the girl, like, reaches underneath her leg and, like, grabs your dick and puts it back in for you, and you're like, God damn. MVP. MVP. <laughs> Most valuable penis. <laughs> and then she gets tired of fucking you, and then, it, and then you're sad. Oh. Is that a move that you think should be taught? 
in the, yeah. the guide? Oh, I don't allow them to put it back in. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. Robin. I, I strong because like they don't they're gonna jab it in the wrong way. There's like a fifty percent chance you're gonna have some gonna jab on the side of me. Oh, you like to guide it. You are you are yeah. kind of like uh, you're a tractor beam for peeing. Exactly. Oh, you thought she meant not back in at all? Yeah, not like, back oh, in at all. Oh, that's <laughs> it. You fall out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, come back in Get here, stud. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Talk about getting in your head. Oh my god. Uh, you better know fuck you me right or I'm gonna kill your family. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, happens. man. You got to get some more messages out of this show, out of these appearances. Oh, you get them. Just check them. I now I you feel know like what? I don't want to check them. I bet guys are intimidated to message you because you're so smart and well-spoken. I also wanted to mention, because earlier I had said, if they're only six feet tall or taller, that that's how tall I am. I, I, I get really upset at girls that are like 5'2", and they're like, I only date six feet tall. Oh, like, yeah. No, fuck that. Robin, would you date a guy shorter than you? I've only dated one person taller than me ever. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, so, so now so you learned your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like a goal I have to date tall guys, but I can never make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to. I'm going to put together a list of guys who want to date you based on this show. Would you be open to that? Would you be yeah. open to a nice biggest problem Valentine's Day? Oh boy, treat from some of these gentlemen. <laughs> There's a lot of good people listening to the show. Well. Artists. Uh, yeah. video game buying Go guys. Mm-hmm. They yeah. get good my, presents. You want to be my Cupid? That's fine. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. How about the dude in Germany? He sent, he sent me a box of chocolates and I'm just a dude. <laughs> Too far away. Yeah. You don't want anything long distance. One of my exes lives in Germany. See? It could work. He he works for Harry's. <laughs> <laughs> 